Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us here as we talk investing, finance, and retirement on the podcast. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the show if you enjoy the content that we do. We'd certainly appreciate it. You can find us on any of the platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. Just type in Mondays with Matt or stop by the website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Good show to talk about this week. We're going to talk about crisis versus opportunity. Some folks see some of these scenarios I have as a crisis. Others see them as a chance for an opportunity. So we're going to look for the silver linings with Matt when it comes to that. But first, let's say hey and check in with Matt, see what's going on. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good morning, Mark. I'm doing very well today. It's uh, spring is feels like it's right around the corner here. Yeah. Um, things have started to warm up a little bit, and we're heading into uh, a popular time, March Madness, you know, <laughs> basketball, right. oh, yeah. and, on everybody's mind a little bit. And my favorite team, Michigan, has has done quite well thus far. Um, they secured, <laughs> Don't secured jinx that it. Big Don't Ten jinx title. It. <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm always one of those fans. It's like I can't talk about it too much, or I'll jinx it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You never know. I mean, I like the term madness because when you enter that bracket, like anything can happen. You know, you're yeah. you can have a bad day and you eliminate yourself from a tournament. So it's important to stay sharp and stay on your game. And and um, so hopefully you're doing that with your finances today as we talk about crisis and opportunity, yep. and we'll help. Uh, keep you on your game. If we can, that's for sure. And speaking of, before we jump into it, Matt, let's real fast mention at the time we're taping this here, we're in mid-March. And so, yeah, to your point, it's warming up, spring's coming. But it's also, you know, tax conversations and things of that nature. Any uh, items there we need to be thinking about real quick? Well, yeah, um, we've been getting, hearing from some of you. Naturally, you're going to be looking for tax forms coming in. And most of you should have received that by now from your custodian. So the sure. 1099, if you have a individual or a trust account, you should get a, a statement uh, 1099 complete, which identifies dividends and capital mm-hmm. gains and things. And if you're a person that has taken money out of your retirement account, let's say you made a distribution or you've taken your required minimum distribution, you should have a 1099 with a letter R after it. That's a retirement uh, distribution form. So if you're missing any of those, please contact us. We'd be happy to download them, get them emailed to you, or we can send them to you. And uh, if you're if you're looking at uh, making a contribution to an IRA, mm-hmm. um, you have naturally we know the tax filing deadline is April fifteenth. So we'd like to see you if you're going to drop off checks to our office. We'd like to get you in before that. We're going to make that cut off April twelfth, which is a Monday. So uh, if you can get us your IRA contributions. We'll make sure they get into the custodians with no um, no hangups or hiccups. We'll go ahead and um, put them in an envelope to get them there within a couple of days for you. So oh, nice. contact us by April 12th. So Matt, so making contributions to your IRA, that's still at this point beneficial for last year? Am I Is that, am I, yes. is that correct? So as yep, long as you do right it up, before tax day, basically, correct? Right up through tax day, you can get that contribution in we can also set it up so that you can electronically deposit. A lot of people have us attach a bank account or checking account, and then oh, okay. we can automatically draft that and just request the funds that way. Do keep in mind, if that's not already set up for you, though, it does take a couple of days, um, sometimes up to three or four four days to a week to get that set up on, on okay. an account. Yeah. But once, once it's set up, it's no problem. All right. So maybe take a little action there, folks, if you still want to make some contributions uh, to help you with your taxes for last year and also to add money to your, you know, your retirement accounts. 
Uh, again, reach out to Matt. Let him know before that time period. So April fifteenth is the cutoff. But as you said, what about about the tenth or so? Yeah, about have... April April ninth is a Friday this year. And there you we'll, go. We want to see you by the twelfth, no later than the twelfth. Let's call it the ninth, folks, because we know we tend to procrastinate. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. There you go. And of course, April folks. Nine. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, I just said April 9th. Yep. <laughs> April 9th. And as I said, you can just uh, check, go to the website and or give them a call either way, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Or you can just call 989-401-2949 if you need to take care of that or want to do that. All right. So let's jump into the main topic this week so we can get our podcast rolling here. And that is crisis versus opportunity, as I mentioned earlier, Matt. So I've got a couple of uh, items that we're going to face, we're more than likely going to face anyway, uh, as we get close to retirement. And some folks see these as a big giant negative and others see the silver linings in them. So I'll let you kind of give us uh, some pros and cons or just things that you've seen through your many years of doing this. And we'll start with the empty nest syndrome. Now, you and I differ in this respect. Uh, I am an empty nester, have been for a couple of years now. And for some parents, it's super joyous. I mean, I love my kid. She's great. But I was like, bye. See ya. <laughs> time time to go. Now, she's in the Navy now, and she's doing awesome, and that's great and fantastic. But, you know, for other families, moms and dads, sometimes they, they really have, they struggle with it. I've got a, a client friend that I was talking to recently, and they've been struggling with it now for, you know, a couple of years. And I'm like, you know, look for the silver linings. Look for the positives. But financially speaking, what's some things that we could think about from the uh, from the crisis versus opportunity standpoint? Yeah, um, this is very interesting. As you mentioned, um, for some, it's an opportunity <laughs> opportunity for uh, mom and dad to reunite and rekindle things and uh, get to know each other again. Oh, that's so, true, too. That's the emotional yeah, side. Yeah, there's some emotion with that. But um, also, it's an opportunity to lose some bills, maybe. Um, <laughs> the food can bill, be, right? <laughs> it can be uh, sending them off to college, but it might be marrying them off. And uh, so... That sets us up for a little bit of good news sometimes. Hopefully, and in a lot of cases, it's a it begins a reduction in our monthly expenses. Right. And so, from a financial standpoint, you no longer have maybe you have no no more college bills to pay. Let's say they they are through college. Yeah. And um, hey, just the food bill alone, man, sometimes can be the <laughs> right. case, right? I know yeah, I ate can, my dad out of house and home when I was uh, <laughs> when I was like nineteen, you know, twenty. Yeah, and if you got college friends, you know, you bring them over oh, and yeah, you hang out sure. in the basement. Yeah. You know, you're going through like uh, 50, 75 bucks worth of groceries just uh, in one night. So, Where's my yeah, they can definitely chips? eat yeah. you out of house and yeah. home. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's a good opportunity to save some money, as you as you pointed out. The kids are kind of off the payroll, right? So you're also yep. at that contribute or the contribution catch up phase because most of the time, empty nesters, you're looking at fifty plus. That's right. So that's a good way to put some of those additional funds to work. Yeah, you'll start to see other things like maybe they get off your cell phone bill, they get off your health insurance, they get, mm. they, they get off your car insurance. Yeah. And as you free up money, um, you can really start socking away money, um, paying off those final credit card bills that you had lingering or pay off, uh, you know, cars. Great point. And then, then as you progress, um, you might start to uh, aggressively invest some of those dollars for 10 more years down the road when you're ready to retire or call exactly. it quits. Uh, and this is a great time to do that. So although it's sad in one way, take an inventory and um, it might free up a little space in your home too. Uh, if they had furniture, toys, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff from being a, a teenager that um, is no longer of use to them, it's a good time to clean out Maybe sell some of those items and get them out of the house and uh, create a little extra cash that way too. So. Yeah, if you're not keeping like the extra bedroom or something like that, depending on your setup, you may want to you know do, turn it into an office. Obviously, with you know more working from home, that's 
you know, even though we're getting closer and closer to being back to normal, I think a lot of businesses see the real value in having their employees work from home. And of course, you know, after a year plus of doing it, a lot of people still want to stay working from home, especially if they can make a nice little home office or maybe, you you know, turn it into your little fitness area so that you can start, you know, doing yoga or whatever to be more healthy getting into retirement. So lots of ways to find some silver linings, I think. There are. Yep. And, um, you know, not all of our expenses go down. Um, sometimes as, as an empty nesters, you take up a new hobby with your spouse and uh, that could be camping and now you guys are investing in a camper or you might be, uh, you know, going down to the local uh, sports zone and, and playing pickleball or doing something else. So you might take up a hobby, might uh, invest in some bikes or, or something like but, that. You know, to so your point, might... Matt, that's investing in your relationship again. So I think, I think that's a good, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're still spending the money, but to your point, you're kind of almost pre-retiring, right? You're starting to get together again so that when you do get to retirement, you're you know comfortable spending all that time together because <laughs> <laughs> right. that, that yeah. happens as well, so, too. So yeah. so find something new to do, right? There something you go. Exactly. Play, all right. Play together. All right. Yeah. So good. Some silver linings there for you to think about if you are an empty nester or approaching and maybe struggling, thinking it's more of a crisis than it is an opportunity. Uh, let's go to the good old fashioned market turndown crash, whatever you want to call it. Uh, obviously, a lot of people, Matt, will view this as a crisis. You go back to March of last year, right? We had the big downturn due to the pandemic. Uh, yes. And certainly with that kind of thing, it had a bit more of a crisis-y feel to it. But there is silver linings in this. If, you, if you've got a good plan in place, this could be a good opportunity for you to do what you're supposed to do, which is, you know, buy low. Buy low and then sell high, right. Um, yeah, a market crash. What happens with clients in my very <laughs> recent and familiar um experience is uh, a lot of folks, the market crash or a sudden a sudden drop in market prices really checks our, I call it a gut check, but it really checks our ability to walk through our day-to-day without being concerned. And if we have concerns, naturally, if the market's dropping by thousands of points, the question's going to go through your mind, well, how are my investments doing? Just keep in mind that when we set up your portfolio with you, uh, then we are doing a good uh, job normally of running you through some scenarios of stress testing your portfolio. Uh, we are looking at what ifs scenarios. And uh, the reason that we do that is we want to know, okay, when I usually sign on a new client, I'll, I'll say, okay, now what happens if the market drops 20% you know, by next quarter? <laughs> and then I'll lay that out for them. Okay, if, we, if we're, we're signing you on right now, in six months from now, what happens if the market drops 20%? Are you, are you going to be upset with me? Um, or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's the case? Because inevitably, it's going to happen. The market's going to go down and it's going to go up. What we have to focus on when we, when we look at these things is, like you said, there's a buying opportunity. If we have a 20% or, or greater drop in stock prices, a lot of times it's a great time to rebalance the portfolio to um, maybe buy some additional percentages in, into the stocks and maybe sell off some of the fixed income that that's there designed to give you that buffer, that cushion. But regardless, what happens when the market crashes is don't let your emotions get the best of you. Um, be smart. Talk to me or talk to your advisor ahead of time. And what you need to do is set um, a range of returns so that we know that in the worst case scenario, even with the market's stress tested and what it has done historically, given the asset categories that are there, all of our clients walked through this last this last downturn, and they made mm-hmm. money by the end of the year. Oh, nice. um, the, the market recovered, but if you stayed diversified and you stayed invested, you didn't lose. And that's the key: is 
every time there's a market correction or a, a downturn, there's about an 18 month is, is the average time frame for it to get back to where it was. So if you can walk through 18 months, you're going to be fine. And I just want to keep people long focused and say, okay, this portfolio is designed for volatility. You, we all love the upside volatility. It's just that crash that, that, that really gets us. So that's the crisis. But then there's the opportunity, like you mentioned, buy when prices are low, sell when prices are high. So that's how you make money. All right, exactly. The tried and true kind of way. And and again, if you've got a good, strong plan in place, you know, like a lot of, I talk to advisors all across the country, and Matt, we've had this conversation last year as well. You know, you guys aren't getting bombarded with calls when there's these, you know, market downturns or crashes. Uh, from your clients because they've got a good plan. They're they're comfortable with the plan. They feel you know uh, some I don't know, some some clarity or peace of mind, if you will. And they're not you know necessarily panicking. You get the occasional call, sure, because everybody's different. But you're often getting calls from those folks who have been hesitating or thinking about starting and getting you know in with an advisor, and they're like, oh no, I should have done this before it happens, and you know so on and so forth. So just kind of depending on your viewpoint. But there's always ways to find those silver linings, and that's certainly one. Let's talk about the next one, Matt, and that is the long-term care aspect. Again, these universal things, empty nesters coming, market crashes will come, they will happen. And long-term care, look, it's two out of every three, seven out of every 10, however you want to look at it, it's happening to people. And these long-term care insurance rate hikes can certainly be viewed as a crisis or even just getting long-term care could be viewed as a crisis. But is there some silver linings we could find here? Yeah, absolutely. Um one of the things, it's, it's interesting because I just talked to some, some folks about long-term care, I think it was yesterday. And a lot of times, long-term care is one of those fears that people have. What if I end up in a nursing home? You know, will my kids pick a nice one? <laughs> uh, so right. what, what, we, what we do, though, is we look at the expense. And it is, you know, a lot of those people that were in that sandwich generation where they were taking care of mom and dad and they still had kids, uh, mom and dad are getting older. And... Um, the, re- the cost of long-term care is very real for a lot of them because they're watching um, parents in assisted living or in nursing situations, and it's thousands of dollars a month. So the rates of insurance can take a hike. If you're out there shopping, I guess, um, for, for new insurance, we, we need to look at, okay, what, what are our income streams? We have the positive is we have usually Social Security. Um, a lot of folks, if they still have a pension, the social security and pension can take care of a lot of that income need. Uh, and then we just have to figure out, okay, in the worst case scenario, we look at statistics, you know, the average right. stay in one of those places is maybe about three years. And so give or take a year. And that, um, that's for normal stuff, Matt, right? Dementia is what, eight years, I think, or some sort of an Alzheimer yeah. type of it. So yeah. 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 And those can, those can really have a, they get really costly. Imp- yeah. Yeah. That can get very costly. And so one of the things we want to do is we want to, Look at the crisis of long-term care. You know, it, it can really destroy your your portfolio. And if you're about a half a million dollars in assets, that one person going in can really um, take a huge bite, or you know, potentially eat all of that up. Right. Um, yep. How do we plan for this? We can do it a couple of ways. The insurance, but a lot of people complain because of the premiums. I mean, you might be paying four thousand to seven thousand dollars per year for a husband and wife for policies. But also through estate planning, working with an attorney that specializes, um, you can set up some trust, some irrevocable trust to get the assets out of your name and qualify for Medicaid uh, so you don't your assets aren't fully consumed. Um, but a lot of people, if you've done a good job at investing over the years and um, we sit down and we talk about this, what I find is a lot of folks have the assets to self-insure, 
mm-hmm. meaning that they can uh, use their income streams, the pensions, the social securities. Uh, if you have other other sources of income, we can use that and then scoop off of the investments a percentage that will help keep them sufficiently taken care of. So gotcha. on the bright side, um, there are ways to plan for this and there are ways to move our assets around in such a fashion that we can qualify. You know, I, I, I don't love to say, well, I'm just going to go on Medicaid and, and I'm sitting on $2 million. It's like, well, use your money. <laughs> use it wisely. Let's, yeah, let's be proactive. Use it wisely. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to, but, but a lot of people can self-insure mm-hmm. uh, some of those costs. You know, back in the day, it's kind of interesting. We used to keep the family in the home and the kids would come around mom and dad. But being in our society today, a lot of those kids have branched out. So that's why we find a lot of people more in, in one of these homes. So you really got to analyze this one a little bit more. But there are some silver linings, being that you can keep your primary residence in a vehicle and some some of your investable assets before Medicaid would kick in. So we'll we'll do some planning with you. Give us a call on this one. Um, it is a crisis, but there are some opportunities that uh, can pan out and um, you can get coverage in a couple of ways. There's there's insurance policies yeah. um, that, that, that help out quite quite drastically. So yeah, I mean this is definitely a bigger, you know, crisis point, if you will, because obviously the prices of medical cover insurance and coverage and just care, long term care, all that stuff continues to skyrocket. So it's certainly something you want to jump on soon. But there are some places that you could look for, hopefully, some potential silver linings. And sometimes it's not, you know, we often fear what we don't know anything about. So when we just avoid the conversation or stay away from long term care uh, chats and things of that nature, well it makes it tougher, right? So definitely does, want yeah. to so reach out. Best way to get kill that fear is to to get right in it and get in the face of it and say, okay, what if, again, we lay out that scenario, what if that happens to me? Usually by doing this, it brings a lot of peace of mind to you Absolutely. you're prepared. Absolutely. Well, you know, we're going to keep this short this week, so that's going to cover really the big ones on this point. So we're going to wrap up the podcast. So again, as Matt mentioned, if you've got some questions around this, it's certainly important to have a conversation. Reach out and give him a call at 989-401-2949 to have a chat about long-term care or market downturns or really just trying to find opportunities and silver linings when it comes to situations with your finances that you may be stressing a little bit about. Having a good plan goes a long way. Mondays with Matt is where you can find us on the Apple, Google, Spotify. As I said, just type that into the search box or just find it all at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can book time with Matt as there as well on the website. A lot of good tools, tips, resources, uh, or you can just give him a call. 989-401-2949. Matt, thanks for your time, my friend. I'm going to let you go this week, but I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. We'll see you next time on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.